Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This is episode 58, the Holiday Game Gift Guide, part three of five. We'll be halfway through after this, because halfway to 20, yeah, you get it. Anywho, so this is the third of the five, and in this one, we're kind of going out in lots of different directions. Uh, the games we'll be talking about are One Night, Ultimate Werewolf, Mountain Goats, Fantasy Ranch, Lost in Random, and Among Us. So where other games, we were kind of looking at different, uh, we kind of like, hey, we've got to meet these genres. This is where I kind of started finding a lot more variety in games. Um, so let's just jump in to One Night Ultimate Werewolf. And I think it's Beezer Games. B with an E at the little thing on that. Beezer Beezier games. Um, designers are Ted Alspich and Akihasa Okui and artist Gus Batts. Okay, so this is a really cool game because it's three to ten players. BGG, Board Game Geeks, say six to eight. Playing time of this game is ten minutes. So you can play this game, say, six times in an hour or four times in an hour. It is an eight plus game, but it deals with a little bit of mature activity, werewolves and trying to hunt the werewolves. Maybe a little higher. It's up to you. Uh, if your kids, do you want to have your kids screaming or freaking out when they sleep? Um, I think I only have two of my, oh no, I'd say three. Yeah, three of them have done it. Um, board Game Geek's complexity again, 1.39. So not very difficult. Now, what is really cool is this is the title that came out of this or the first title is no moderator no elimination 10 minute games so this is again three to ten players everyone is going to get a role they're going to be werewolves and they'll be troublemakers seers and they'll be characters with special abilities and what you're trying to do is get your werewolves find the werewolf figure out who it is so this is kind of a whodunit eh, maybe 10 minute whodunit um, but it is very, very, very fast. Now, I've heard a lot of myths of where animals, people, wolves, narwhals, Ned Flanders, and especially the 1993 Pittsburgh Pirates. I, I can't prove that one, but I heard it. I don't remember where I heard it either because I probably didn't hear it. I just thought it would sound funny. It kind of is funny because it's 93 Pirates. Wow. Well, they were kind of like today's Pirates. Sorry, Pirates. I love you. Anywho, well, not just pirates, the Pittsburgh pirates. There's some pirates I'm not a fan of. Anywho, go off the pirate deep end. Um, you know, this could be anything but a werewolf. Like you could do the one night Costco treasure hunt because you're hunting that one thing that Costco moves all the time. Um, but no, werewolf is the perfect choice because if you think of all those mythical animals, it's really easy to see who the mummy is because he's covered in TP and bandages or whatever. It's Frankenstein's easy. Witches are super easy, right? And in TV kind of witches, because you've got to usually have green skin like Frankenstein. Um, vampires, super easy. You just get a whole bunch of mirrors, figure that out. But werewolves are people that, you know, change back and forth. And I have to say, probably the movie that is freaked me out is uh, an American werewolf in London. I don't know why it was just maybe the whole, maybe it was the time I watched it or something, but it's also the change kind of thing. Oh, anyhow. 
Um, but werewolves are the right choice for this. And really the cool thing is getting six to 10 people together and trying to like trick each other or play who isn't the werewolves or who are the werewolves is also a great feat in its own. So this game comes right out of the box with just the ability to be a fun game to play and to have a great time and also have some fun stories. And, you know, this is the kind of uh, the game that is really kind of a, a great one again that you can, you know, again, it's it's a 10 minute game to take to a party. Maybe when we start having work events again, having a work event kind of thing. This is a great pub game, bar game, coffee bar game kind of thing. I am sure uh, the game store or cafe that we go to has it. And I know that because I saw it there and I looked at it. All right. So, you know, the interesting thing is uh, Bezier also has Ultimate Werewolf, but this is the quicker game. And I didn't want to jump into, you know, a full blown game. I wanted to also give some quick games that can be played. Plus, it's a little, you know, you can still play it with One Night Werewolf if you want to. Uh, the other kind of neat thing about this is really every game is going to be different because let's say, you're not going to have the same people getting the werewolf every time, or you're not going to have the same people getting the seer or the people who hunt them. So that's another cool thing. And this is also my favorite. Well, I don't know. This is probably not my favorite part. It's in the top five of my favorite parts of this game. Cause it is so cool. Is it as a smartphone app that takes on the role of the moderator. So if you're the moderator in some of these games, you kind of sit there and you watch everybody else play. Well, now you don't have to because now there's a smartphone that'll do the moderation for everybody. It does come out on iOS and Android platforms and it reads out the script. It will, you know, relieving the need for one of the players to take the impartial role as required in Ultimate Werewolf. So it this takes away that role, which is also kind of fun because then you don't have that one person who knows everything like the person who does like the secret Santa. And then there's one person who does not really get to be in it. Cause they know, you know, enjoy the secret part of Santa or the secret part of werewolf. This is the cool thing with this app. So it's in the apps free. Um, but this is a really great game. And I could say this is a great party game. This might be fun for your where, you know, for youth group, if you can get past the werewolf kind of thing. And, you know, that kind of environment. Um, but, it, you know, again, this may be where you have a whole bunch of kids that get together for Halloween. 10 minute game, right? It's a great activity. Adult activity, kid activity fits in between. It's very easy to learn and play. The rules are very, very easy. And the box says it. There are no two games. It will be the same with this. So, you know, you could I also thought about you could probably play this one. Um, over Zoom or something like that, what you'd have to do is have everybody would coordinate cards on either side and maybe have two different decks so you could flip back and forth. Um, so half the deck on each side. But, you know, it's something you can do. But this is definitely the kind of game that uh, if you're planning on meeting out and planning on going to, say, a pub or a bar or a wine bar or something like that, and instead of just sitting there and talking, you could throw this game out on the table and have a, have a play at it. So... One Night Ultimate Werewolf. All right, stepping in, we're going to go from werewolves to goats. And the board game is called Mountain Goats. And it is published by BoardGameTables.com. The designer is Stefan Rishaus. And it's R-I-S-T, so I think it's Rishaus. 
how I'll sometimes have a little trouble with that one. Um, artists on this game are Anka Gavril and Daniel Profri. This is a two to four player game. There's no best two players, four players, about a 20 minute game again. So again, I'm trying to build up here on this one. Went on the time for this one. It's ages six plus. I guarantee you it's ages six plus. It's actually a really fun game for ages six plus. And Board Game Geeks gives it a compl- compl- complexity. I think I'm getting a cold. Uh, of 1.13 because for some reason I'm just like, bleh, bleh. all right. I love goats in general. They're super cool. My uh, uncle Mike used to have a goat named Willie. And he meant like Willie Nelson because he had that cool little beard. He didn't wear a bandana, though. Um, he also had a turkey that got into a hot tub, which was kind of an interesting story. I should do. I wish my Uncle Mike was still here. I would get him. He would easily join this podcast. He'd be great. Um, but mountain goats, you know, you have regular goats. And they have mountain goats. Have you ever seen mountain goats? They're so beautiful. And then they climb mountains. And they're majestic. They climb these mountains like these little jumps. It's just insane. Um And this game is really good for kids because it's goats. You're trying to climb up. You're going to learn about goats, right? We always see goats on TV. And, you know, not only are you getting a strategy of how to climb up, but sometimes you knock the other goat off the mountain or you get knocked off the mountain. And it's okay. They're two little tiny goat statues, so nobody really got hurt. But the cool thing about this, you're taking your goats and you're going to move these to six different mountains where you can score points as long as they stay there. Now, the cool thing about it is you can share spaces on the way up, but there's only room for one goat at the top of the mountain. So if someone gets up there and you're up there, boom, you get to start over. Now, the goat, there's a slide, a secret slide in the back. You can't see it at all. That's because it's a flat board game. Um, if it's three-dimensional, you totally see the slide where the goat gets to have a perfect time and they get a little snack as they're going down and come. But you really have to time keeping your goats on top of these six mountains. So this really kind of neat because let's say you focus on one, focus on one. Well, really, you got to focus on six. And you may have an opportunity where you can knock somebody off or you can get your goat up to the top of the mountain. So Mountain Goats is a, another quick and easy game to set up and play. It has these little great goat character, kind of meeples, goats. Remember in Carcassonne, a few podcasts back, there were meeples. It has little goats, little geeples, goat meeples. Um, and it's, you know, it is a roll and score dice based game. So you have a board, but it's it's a dice. It's a roll game. It, again, I said it's very easy. It's a portable game. And I think we know how much I love portable games because portable games go with you places. Like I just, you know, again, this could be another game you take up to the pub. I would watch out because you might spill on this game and it's, you know, it's, it's got a board. Um, anyhow, this is also a game and I love portable. I love kids being able to play a game, especially games that you can teach kids how to play and then watch them play. Because sometimes it's, you know, seeing the kids have an opportunity to learn strategy without trying to like, oh, I'm going to beat mom or dad. Trust me, I do not like to try to beat my dad anything. And my mom doesn't like to play games where, she, you know, we're too competitive. So it's very fun. Good sibling game. Good friend game. Um, it's also a game maybe as a gift. Maybe one of your kids has a gift and it's a cool game versus, you know, getting like a iTunes card or something like that where you could say, hey, we got Mountain let's, let's play. So Definitely, definitely, definitely a great gift. Uh, I would also suggest if you do own a later hosen that you can wear that 
when you're playing this game. You do not have to, though. So Mountain Goats, another great game. Now, the next one, I love the concept of this game so much. The game's name is Fantasy Ranch. The publisher is Fantasy Board Games, LLC. Go figure, Fantasy Ranch, Fantasy, yeah, okay. And the designers are Keisha and Anastasia Swanland, or I hope that's Swanland or Swanland. It's probably Swanland. And the artist is Anastasia Swanland. Uh, it is a two to four player game. It takes up to 10 to 75 minutes. And I'll explain kind of why it does that uh, in a second, because there are different levels of goals you can have. The really cool thing I like about this, ages five plus. So this is not a win at all costs games. You're going to love when I kind of talk about what this game is. Now, Board Game Geeks gives it a complexity rating of 2.00. Now, that doesn't mean it's not easy. It means there's a little more setup and picking it up. So, okay. So I just want to read the tagline for uh, for the, the, the swan lens put in here. Welcome to Fantasy Ranch. Kick off your boots and pull up a chair for a game where all your dreams of owning a beautiful ranch with a stable full of horses can come true. Take real life ranching to the tabletop as you choose from a wide variety of actual horses, hire highly skilled hands, and expand your property by laying claim to some of the most beautiful land in the West. I don't know where that West is. It's probably a bad idea to think of the cultural proliferation side. But um, this is a fantasy game. So, ha. Now, I do actually have a distant cousin who is a rancher. And one of his sons is a real cowboy, which is super cool because I am nowhere near a real cowboy. But I love the concept and the content of this game because a lot of the games, they're kind of either very boy or they're in the middle or they may, you know, sometimes, you know, the girl games are super cutesy. This is a very cool game for both boys and girls because it's owning a ranch and, you know, horses are a big deal. I'm originally from Kentucky. Horses are a huge deal where I live right now in Washington state. There are tons of horses. I can walk up and say hi to a wonderful horse named Crystal who lives right up the hill from me. And I've talked to her owner a lot, so she allows me to say hi. I'm not feeding her anything, but it horses are always cool. And I love horses in general. So this made it easy. Plus, when I was talking to Lucy about kind of games, I showed her this one. And well, let's just say I have a feeling that there's a, you know, some uh some red suit bearded fellow that may bring it up put it under the christmas tree well and yes i do own a santa claus costume it's perfect cosplay for doing stuff but yeah actually i did it just because it's so much fun and my parents have one and i'm trying to get my wife to get a mrs claus but this is the kind of game that we bought her for under the tree it is so cool now what i really 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 like about this are there different levels to play so you can take this and make it a certain level. And actually, I should say, sorry, the age is five plus is if you have adults with you helping you. Above that, around 10 to 12. But it's pretty simple because you just have to kind of follow through. Now, there are three levels. Level one, the greenhorn level, most basic version. It's a quick front fun race to see if you can get the most horses. Level two, the wrangler, adds the twist of what they call fake cards and trophies which add more depth to the game experience. And I'll kind of go through a little bit of these. And then the boss level, 
adds employees in the ranch community for the full ranch experience. So you also, again, have another part of the game, and this is the trail ride. So this is where you saddle up your favorite horses and ride onto the Fantasy Ranch trail ride. You're headed to camp, but along the way, you'll collect horses and challenge your friends to prove their skills. Will you have the best stable around? So this is, again, another set. So you have three levels and then an extra game that goes into it. Now, then, the first level is you buy horses, you get your location, you farm, you manage your herd, and you try to get the biggest range. The second one is do all the same things in the first one. And you then choose your own starting horses as well as you try to get victories for your horses. So show horses and stuff. Third one, all of level one and two, and then you try to expand your land, protect your land from other ranchers trying to take your land. That doesn't sound very nice. And you have employees that can help you and there are land upgrades that you can win in shows. Okay. So the, the beautiful thing of this is it's basically five rounds. It's, very, very cool from a horse show piece. So if you know someone who really loves horses or maybe somebody's taking horseback riding lessons or maybe somebody who wants to, they just can't because maybe the, you don't have any horseback ride lessons near you, um, which is a bummer. But this is a great kind of game because you can play that level one. And it's also a game that's not going to go one year or one season. It's going to be several. So think about this from the cool concept of owning a horse ranch. The, again, artwork is really, really good. I don't think I pick a game that has bad artwork is just what I'm trying to figure out. And I actually haven't seen too many games with bad artwork. So in fact, I'm trying to think other than my board game I made because I'm not a really good artist. I can draw, but it's not good. But the, the, the art is beautiful. And then having the different game levels the first three and having the trail ride makes it even better. And some are, you know, on a kid's level and some are more at an adult's level. And the great thing is you have kind of two levels that are kid level and then two levels that get a little bit older. And it's also a good for adults. So if you know someone is a horse person, maybe this is a game for them too. But this is a game that, you know, I've, I think of different games that are in my game closet that'll probably always be there. And it's not because I have a, a, uh, you know, well, I have a where I took a minion and I made it in a, in a minion operation one time and I made it in like a work thing to show how you can get have security risks and stuff. But that's going to be there forever. But this game is probably also going to be a, there. But I think I'm going to play this game with my kids and probably going to play this game with my kids kids at some point unless they take the game. But then I'll buy my own. Um but really, outside of the big ones like Candyland or Monopoly from a family level or having all the kids play, this game kind of has everything for everybody in our house. All right. So those are board games. Next, we're going to step into Lost in Random. It is by Electronic Arts. The designer is Zoink. So it is a Windows, PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Covers all of them. So EA usually does that. Electronic Arts does that. The artists, I'm sorry, the directors are Oloy, Redmom, and Klaus. Oh, I'm so sorry, Klaus. Lingaled? Lingaled? I better go look that one up. Uh, The artist is Victor Becker. The writer is Ryan North. The composer is Blake Robinson. It's a single player game. It's 10 plus. And it is kind of right on that 10 plus. um, Because it's like an action adventure video game. 
uh, and it was created by the EA Originals program. So you know me and my love of indie games as well. But what's cool about this game, and you got to go look at the video of it, is it's a gothic fairy tale inspired adventure where every citizen's fate is determined by a roll of the dice. So this is a video game with dice. So, you know, again, we love dice in our house. Really cool game. And I'm not going to say anything else really loud because I might have got this game for somebody in my family, too. Actually, I think I've picked up all, almost all four of these games so far. Um, anywho. But what's really cool about this is one time in the kingdom of random, which is kind of funny because random dice roll, uh, was there a mad queen who controlled a mysterious dice and everyone would be given the honor to roll the dice on their 12th birthday to determine where they lived in their kingdom. So this has a little bit of Hunger Games feel to it, right? No, it just has a dice kind of roll, kind of that Hunger Games for sure. Anywho, roll one and the child will be sent to one croft. I kind of love that. Roll a three, freedom. And six, they would live a life of luxury in the, the queen's dark palace. Now, this is all ruled by, you know, her. And what's really cool is the dialogue written by the Eisner Award winning Adventure Time and Marvel Comics, the unbeatable squirrel author, Ryan North. So, uh, sorry, squirrel girl author. So sorry, Squirrel Girl. She's an Avenger. We got to be cool. Um, I know. She, plus, she could easily be in my neighborhood. There's lots of squirrels. Anywho, Ryan North creates this. And if you uh, have never seen Squirrel Girl as a comic, you need to check out Squirrel Girl. Anywho, great storyline in here. Again, great composer. I love the EA originals pushing this. So talk about right out of the box in this game. It was just released in September. The game is beautiful. It is easy to play, quirky. I think it's cute. And again, <laughs> it's based on dice with all the dice puns. The other neat thing is it's a gothic fairy tale. So this is not a sugar and spice kind of game. This is kind of a, um, you know, I like to read in the dark with a fairly good nightlight uh, kind of item going on. Add in that this was also one of the best indie games at GamesCon. And it, you know, it's a winner. I mean, again, the art, the music on this is amazing. The role-playing side to this game is so very cool. I think this is definitely a winner. Um, if you're looking for kind of that Nightmare Before Christmas kind of look as a game, then this is that game because, you know, you got to beat down some of the evil, but not that evil. It's the cute evil. Wonderful game. Check it out. Watch the videos for sure. All right. The last game is kind of a, a well-known game, but I also think it's kind of the game that if you're looking for something different to play, like Valheim, uh, which I'm still playing a lot of, <laughs> the last game is called Among Us. Publisher Intersloth, designer Intersloth. It is available on Android, iOS, Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. The artists here are Marcus Bromander and Amy Liu. Oh, wait, did I write the wrong writer? Oh, I know I have the wrong writer in here. Okay, I'll have to rewrite, put that one in there. Um, but this is a multiplayer game. Sorry, I put the wrong one because I had Ryan North in there again. I did a cut and paste, my bad. Uh, this is a multiplayer game, 10 plus. You know, there's a little killing in here and some low-level horror stuff. So I, my two cents is 12 to 14. But this is considered a social deduction game. 
And it was released in June of 2018. A lot of people have played this game. I mean, it's a ton of people playing it. And it was inspired by a party game called Mafia, um, which I almost talked about, but then we were, I was doing the movie one. So we talked to God the Godfather instead. And the science fiction horror film, The Thing. If you ever watched The Thing, don't watch it at night because you won't ever want to go to Alaska. It's a good Kurt Russell movie. And Wilford Brimley also in there. Uh, so again, I'm trying to remember. There's a bunch of other actors that are really good. I should probably research that a little bit better. But again, it's it's kind of that, you know, everybody's stuck inside and you're trying to figure out who the imposters are from the crewmate. So I'd actually even say that a little bit of an alien thing, but an alien, he kind of knew who the bad guys were. <laughs> Sorry. That's just always cracks me up to think of that. Uh, the scene on the table. Ugh. Creepy. All right. So in the game, you're a crewmate. You're supposed to find the imposters and eliminate them and then also do tasks on there. So while you're there, if you're playing that imposter, you're supposed to kind of like trick everyone to think crewmates are the imposters and get rid of the crewmates. Um, Very kind of neat thought process in there. And the other side of it is there's one other, you know, find find the imposters. Trick everybody to think they're in prison or have critical sabotage on the space thing. Okay. So again, this is a multiplayer. So you're going to get four to 15 players. It's online. A lot of times you can see Twitch streams out there. Um, it is one of those games that I watched it and there were some people that were just kind of a little loud and other people that were kind of, uh, kind of jerky jerks about it. So yeah, figure out which Twitch streams you really like or who's not a jerky jerk. But you really help as you are going through this as the uh, crewmates. You're trying to help all of your people get things done. Plus, you're also trying to do your tasks. If you're imposters, you're doing the same thing, plus not doing the task, breaking things. So I think at last I read, and this was a year ago, 10 million people had downloaded this. Now, there was a time when I think you could get it for really either it was free or something like that. Um, because this is owned by, you know, Epic Game Store had it out there. So I have to say I hadn't played Among Us before till about probably three weeks ago. And I officially regret that because there are people who are really good at it right now or have figured out how, kind of how to do things. And, you know, you're kind of if you're missing out, oh, you're bummed out. But it's a very cool game, and especially it's on Steam at $4.99 for the, the PC version. I think it's out on the uh, on the iTunes and uh, uh, Google Play Store as well. You know, this could be a good stocking stuffer. It's also something that kind of makes you think of strategy. And because you have real-life people playing, there's not an AI, um, this is kind of a fun way to, you know, I would say... Uh, figure out a little human behavior and human nature as well. I also think this is a really kind of a cool game because you can actually play kind of a private game. So if you have a bunch of people or friends that are that have it, you can all play together. Um, if you're using Steam or I guess in Xbox and PlayStation as well, right? Uh, you can use the uh, voice chat and, you know, sit there and taunt each other. Your friends only, you know, not your family. Don't pick on grandma. It's not cool. But, you know, instead of buying like a peppermint mocha or a Starbucks card or, you know, getting someone, uh, again, a $20 iTunes card, 
this and there's a few other games out on Steam, $4.99, this is a pretty good deal. Now, I will say Among Us is probably the sitting up around the most of the mature game. But again, when you're walking around and you're playing the game and you're moving around, you know, go through it, make sure first you do this tutorial, make sure everyone does a tutorial so they know it. Um, and pretty much don't trust your neighbor. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But, um, you know, Among Us is a really good game on here. And I tried to find in this one, I wanted to go with some very, very, very good games for little kids, younger kids. And also have some stuff for say older kids too in that because well as adults. I mean, as adults, we like to play what we want. And you know, Among Us is one of those games you can play it 10 minutes, 20 minutes, set it down, you know, something to do while you're sitting and waiting. If we were traveling and sitting in airports, I'd say this is a perfect game for doing that. Um, but this is also again a little darker, so it was lost in random as well. But our other three games not not so much you know fantasy ranch not so bad mountain goats you know that's how mountain goats do things they knock each other off the mountain and then the one night ultimate werewolf another good game so that was the third one there are still two more and then of course where to buy is the other uh we're gonna go through and i'll probably do that one monday or tuesday oh i'm sorry not monday or tuesday two days after uh the fifth one so it will be monday or tuesday for me so I will have a new podcast for you tomorrow with five more games.